You are listening to Abby Vollmer at Old Dog New Tricks, where we are all about health and wellness and a little sprinkling of faith. Today's episode is about showing yourself self-compassion in times of struggles and failures. You know, recently I read a book called Daughter, and it's the autobiography of Katrin David's daughter. She's a two-time winner of the CrossFit Games, and she tells her story of her her build to that championship and then a failure. She won two times in 2015, 2016. 2017, she didn't place. So she talks about her, her response to that loss and then her building back up again. And it's a great um, book. It's very inspirational. In fact, there's been two different references she's made that I've read. One was The Champion's Mind and then another was The Atomic Habits that I've you know, spoken about in some of these episodes, but in one of her chapters, um, and this is the chapter that tells, tells of her, um, inability to place in 2017. And it begins with this excerpt from a Cherokee, um, story. And I want to read that. I want to start off with that. It says that, um, inside of me, there are two dogs. One is evil. He's anger, envy, sorrow, regret, Greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good. He's joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. So when asked which one wins, I answer, the one I feed the most. So I'm kind of asking today, which wolf do we feed the most? Do we feed the one that's full of self-pity and regret? Or do we feed the one that's compassionate and shows empathy to ourselves? I recently read um, a series of articles and um, in them, the author of them, it, well, they're from the website, The True Athlete Project, and, and the author is Lawrence Halstead. He's a former Olympic fencer, and he tries, he, in this series, builds the case for self-compassion in the athlete and coaching self-compassion as a motivator to self-improvement instead of using criticism. Um, and he lays out some myths that um, many people carry about using self-compassion when when motivating and, and through self-improvement. And he said the first myth is that self-compassion is soft. And he said that's absolutely not true. Self-compassion is simply understanding and accepting struggles and failures, but then improve, you know, building on self-improvement. So it's not being soft and coddling. You do not say, um, okay, I understand and I accept this failure and I'm okay just as I am. I don't have to do anything more. No, that would be coddling. He said self-improvement then begins to look at what did I, what, what behaviors led to this particular failure or these particular struggles. He said, in fact, um, self-compassion research has shown that for soldiers um, who come back to the United States, self-compassion has helped them cope and become more resilient. Um, and that we can look at that with athletes as well, that, um, we, you know, sometimes when we 
set our goals and, and we consider ourselves like athletes. We set our goals. Um, if we fail and we beat ourselves up for it, we, we, we aren't resilient. We can't cope. We don't then come back and have, you know, work on self-improvement or we may not. Um, you know, I recently was having some negative talk about myself. I don't remember what it was, but it was with my middle son and, um, I was, you know, doing negative talk about myself about something and he stopped me and he said, mom, if I would have made those mistakes in the same situation, would you be talking to me like that? Well, I said, absolutely not, not at all. And he said, well, then why are you talking to yourself like that? And that is exactly what, um, Lawrence Halstead is trying to get us to understand, to treat ourselves like we would a friend as we would talk to a friend who had made those same mistakes. The second myth, he says is that self-compassion undermines motivation to work hard. Um, and he says the motivation research actually says the opposite, that self-improve, uh, self-compassion leads to self-improvement, again, with analyzing our behaviors and our habits and our routines. And he, he goes on to say that myth three is that self-compassion is self-indulgence. And um, it's quite the opposite. Self-indulgence is self-gratification where we want what, what we want or instant gratification. We want what we want immediately. And so, you know, I, I want you to think about a compassionate coach who's, who is working with a, a person to reach goals. Um, they're not going to want their athlete to skip training. They're not going to allow their athlete to eat whatever they want. That would be indulgence. Um, instead, they're going to encourage them to work hard and have discipline. So by being self-compassionate, that doesn't mean you're being self-indulgent. It doesn't mean you're leading to do whatever you want to do. It, you have to then go on to look at um, self-improvement. And um, I read I was in Atomic Habits, something that I mentioned earlier, one of the tricks, <laughs> tricks, I'll call it a trick, that he says you can do to build a new good habit is to um, piggyback this new habit that you want onto a routine that's already in place. So for instance, I wasn't getting enough cardio. So what I say said to myself is when I finish my strength training, I will go straight into cardio. So I've piggybacked cardio right on the back of strength training. So I don't even have to put it into a plan or a schedule. It's there. It's already in a routine. I've just hooked it onto something that's already in place. So these are the kinds of things that you do for self-improvement. But by showing self-compassion, understanding, and acceptance of failures, it doesn't mean that you then you know don't do anything um, to improve. So um, there is a, a quote that I that was also in the daughter book that I kind of want to leave you with. And it, it says your faith can move mountains and your doubt can create them. So I think that self-compassion can lead to the faith that can move mountains. Um, but if we feed that first wolf, that one full of doubt, um, it will create the mountains in us. So I think that the message that we should come away with through, through this self-compassion is that, you know, be compassionate, understand and accept your failures because they're part of the human condition. And I'm going to repeat that struggles and failures are part of the human condition. They're a part of humanity. They're going to, they're going to be there. So let's plan for them. Let's know, okay, I'm going to fail. I'm going to struggle. How, what is my response to that? Am I going to accept it? 
and understand it and move forward with improvement or am I going to feed that first wolf? So um, be the best that you can be. Feed that second wolf because you're definitely worth it. Thank you for listening and we'll talk soon.